I'm I'm ready to roll and rock and everything I, in between. I, I'm very tired, but I'm also ready to rock and roll and everything in between. I'm Corwin. And I'm James. And thank you for listening and joining us on today's episode of This Movie's Gay. Ooh, Corwin, it's summer, Ooh. it's fall in swing, baby. <sighs> Full in swing. You have moved. Yeah. You have moved. You're in a new place. Uh-huh. We know because the background is different. Uh-huh. Hi, Chaos Witch. Yay. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, Chaos Witch. You thought I was talking to Cor when I wasn't. We're talking to chat. No, I knew you weren't talking to me. New season, new me. I'm talking to chat now. That's new the season, uh, new James. He's not dissing chat because chat has agreed with him on a couple of things. I think most. Onto his head. Not most. Yes. Not most. No, if you're going to go for most, then the only times that chat has like really agreed with you has just been to contradict me. Uh, actually, okay, the, let me... They have never, in my experience reading chat, they have never disagreed with me. Oh, there were people in chat that disagreed about the potato salad on the hot dog bun. Oh, well, those people... I wasn't there. There were people, there were people in chat that were agreeing with you, too. Uh, afterwards but you, you know when you, when you put something out and it's like oh i'm all the good comments roll in i've never experienced that and then you get the one bad comment and you just laser focus in on that well yeah. new james i'm only focusing on the good comments again i've never gotten i mainly have gotten bad comments it's it's been chronicled that my rap music first criticism i ever got I was in a rap group with my buddy Dakota, and this is what someone said. They said, hey, you, one of these people in this rap group sounds like a seven-year-old girl, and the other one sounds like they have cum in their throat. Wait, which one were you? The cum in the throat, of course. <laughs> um- Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Chaos Switch almost forgot the day. Well, we're glad you're here and uh-huh. asked if it's Pinhead on your shirt, James. It sure is. And, hey, people, guy, thank you for the resub. 12 months. It's a lie. I've not been streaming for a year yet. That's, yeah. that's a total lie. Uh, it, no. Well, technically, this is my a month away from my affiliate anniversary. Uh, oh, but you've been I streaming. Started, no, no, no. I started streaming on like the 30th. And of July, I became I became affiliate on like the August 6th. Dang, I thought you had been streaming since beginning of Pando. No, no, I got affiliate like right after I started streaming. It was like the week. Wow. Just rubbing it in. Fear Street. We have not watched Fear Street. Not yet, but it's on my list. So James, how is your move? How is how is your move? Also, hey people guy, thank you for giving James a good comment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did I tell you the comment? Uh, I just read it. Okay, good. It's, it, I love your content, James. Oh no, there it says <laughs> the comment is your voice now since puberty come cleared. Like, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I still sound like I. I sounds like I'm frothing in the back a little. You're fr- you're gurgling. <laughs> you're just like doing too much. Less gargly. <laughs> you just said less gargly. Hell but yeah. that's just less. Not not completely cleared. I'm Pantene over here. No, no, no. What's the clear, your clear? Hair, your shampoo? What, what's the clear and clear and under control? Pantene? No, it's not Pantene. Proactive? I I honestly can't recall it. It's the their slogan, but move went well. Lil Corey, Jose, my dad and I, we moved a lot of this stuff. Also, I moved the studio, a single room by myself in a little shopping I'm cart. Proud of you. I was like, I need this done. It'll be a huge load off myself and others. I'm kidding. I was the only one who cared about it. But in 24 hours time, I walked like, uh uh-oh, I need to turn off something real quick. I I just, I need to exit out of Facebook. Oh, because it's showing up on the recording? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Stop sending James Facebook messages. All right. 
So it was like downpouring sometimes. Luckily, never when I was carting things here. I was looking at the Doppler up to date, making sure I wasn't getting screwed over because I had electronics. Also, Corwin, some knucklehead. It's probably a, I don't know, a 42-inch TV. They just left out by the dumpster. So I snagged that, and now I have like two big monitors. Does it work? Oh, yeah, it works. It's beautiful looking. <laughs> it's also a- said clean and clear and under control is from clean and clear. Okay, hell yeah. There. <laughs> it's a beautiful, I believe, 720p TV. Nice. But I'm I'm, I'm liking you it. Got that. Yeah. Um, you're not a beautiful clear 720p right now. Oh, um, I'm not. You have been moving around quite a lot, and the camera was like, "I'm gonna focus on something else." Oh, okay. But it did. okay. I think it's focused on your mic right now. It's probably because I'm so sweaty. Uh, the one drawback of this apartment, <laughs> the the front rooms are are. I don't even need AC on. I don't. Nicole's like, we need the AC in, but. In the back, it's this back room and the kitchen. It's like a 10-degree difference when you go in just to this back area. It's insane that it's just so different. I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm guessing because there's trees and shit. Shade. Yeah. I, I don't... I Don't ask me questions. I don't know, James. But we're, we're almost it's, unpacked, and everything's pretty much where it needs to go. The place is huge. Wow. I'm glad you're all impact. The place is huge. Excited to see it at some point. Someone's making fun of my my links in chat because it adds pronouns to your name. But they're not making fun of it like that. Grumbo would never. It's because they're tiny links. It's tiny URL um, stuff. That's why it's <laughs> sus. URL stuff. Yeah, sus. Uh, I don't think I've had any updates to go over. Corwin, I have a question for you. We are nearing our 100th episode. Who is your dream obtainable guest? (laughs) Obtainable? Who's not obtainable? I mean, like, if you're like Bradley Cooper, let's get him. I can't get Bradley Cooper. Who is, like, someone who's, like, kind of on the indie scene that you think – I could get because that's my goal. I'm going to try and get your dream obtainable oh. guest. Oh, I'll tell you this right now. Lil Corey unobtainable. <laughs> Lil Corey unobtainable. <laughs> Nina unobtainable. Well, like, I, I said Lil Corey because he, he does sometimes. Uh, he says, yeah, man, I'll come on. It's weird. Every mostly speaking. Oh, man, he might have something out for queer film. Oh, no. He was on once. I I am kidding. He has rescheduled many, like, more than once, though. That's (laughs) that's what we're saying here. He's rescheduled enough that you diss him live on the podcast. Yes, I absolutely do. Are you going to edit it out? No. You're going to let it stay? Okay. No, because then this gets the lore going, so when Corey does come back on, people will be like, oh, this is Lil' Corey. This is Lil' Corey. Lil' Corey and I have a new podcast coming out. Next month. I'm excited about it. You, like, put me on the spot with that question, and, like, my mind is blank. I mean, it was amazing getting Chris Ball on here. That was awesome. Yeah. Who would yours be? I guess uh, Chris Reed. He was in one of the movies. Oh, no, I mean, oh, man, why am I blanking on his name? The Eating Out Guy. Julian Braca? Yeah, that's my dream get for this show. (laughs) That would be awesome too. Because we have done so. Oh no! We've also, done so much of his stuff. Caleb Gallo, dude. Oh, that would be yeah. That would be my dream guest. All right, that I'm, would, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I don't think you'll get it. I don't think you'll get it. But yeah, dream guest or Freckle, Freckle, Freckle would absolutely either either of those two. Okay, I am Freckle going to Brian Jordan Alvarez. Try my Jordan hardest. Green, Brian Jordan Alvarez. Either one of those. I would. I die a little bit. All right, get ready to be murdered, Corwin. <laughs> get ready to a little be bit. Nothing. The it's be... <laughs> the equivalent of smoking a carton of cigarettes. We've got we've got four more episodes before that episode. Mm-hmm. So got like a a month and a half. No, that's like almost three months. Because it would be a, a two months and two weeks until the hundredth. 
We're doing every other week. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, nope. Never mind. Yeah, that's a month. Of, nope. Never mind. I don't know why. <laughs> wait, no. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. That's a month. Four. Two episodes is four. That's a month. So it'd be like two months. Yeah. Would be that. Not three. Oh no, a two and a half because it's you Let then you have another us in a room and see if they can figure uh, out a fucking date scheduling. Figure out how many weeks away something is, how many months, math, time. What uh -huh. is it? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm over here trying but... to find a guest for talking about Beyblade this week and next week. You never ask me. Don't ask me. <laughs> That's why I don't ask you. <laughs> Because I know you, it's too James of a show for you. Actually, with the guests, it's been calming down, I think. You would be everywhere, and I would just be making fun of you, I think. I mean, that makes sense. And then I would also be playing a character that is also making fun of me. And then you would say, wow, a character, whoever your name is, give me a name right now, Corwin. Any no. name. Okay, no, Wow. <laughs> Go back to uh, you, 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 if there was improv classes in your theater school, you got like a D plus in there, just able to pass. I don't want to yes and you. Oh my God. I don't want to yes and you. I don't want to do that. But what it would end up being is you'd be like, wow, uh, sir, who we're talking to, you are being too mean to James. His name is no. Yeah. But you fucked up there. Yeah, I guess. Dr. No from James Bond. Dr. No, you need to calm down. I make fun of James. Yeah, and then the character would, uh, I don't know, end up being a mythical creature and just vanish in front of our eyes. That's generally how shit goes on that podcast. You you don't you can just have them graciously exit and instead you're like and then they vanish because they're a mythical creature. Goodbye. I think Poseidon went down the toilet because he's a water god. Poseidon yeah. was on the show once. Okay. S Sonic the Hedgehog I think did a flashpoint from DC and maybe that was never released. <laughs> yeah, I, I think content. Here we go. It's purely. I don't think it's. It just went on too long. It was funny, but I didn't want to edit it, so I was like, "Cut by." I feel like that. I feel like that's a theme. I feel like if we let you run rampant, James, there would be a lot of those moments that are just too long, and we're like, "But it's good. It's entertaining. It's good, but." Feeling a cut. Uh, it's all well on talking about Beyblade because I'm doing both tracks. I have yeah. to put because I don't record with two microphones. I have to not only edit myself, but bring my like Sonic down and then edit his voice to pitch it up. So it sounds more different than what it is. It just sounds like you're doing the most. Yeah, that's why I cut it all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But Corwin, today we're kicking off the season right. I love summer camp movies. I don't know why. It's probably because I myself never went to summer camp. So I chose I went to church camp. Oh, you did? Was it fun? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah! Uh, oh, oh, you were saying mm -hmm to just uh, did you go? Did, did, did I go? <laughs> yes. Was it fun? Debatable. Okay, okay. My brother went. I was. There was a summer where my brother went to camp, my sister went to London, and I got to spend uh, an entire weekend at my grandmother's who chain-smoked and had a pug dog who is very obese. So the combination of the cigarette smell that was very potent and the dog wheezing throughout the entire night made sure I did not sleep. And during the day, there was a huge, like, Red Bull bull riding competition in all day one and that's that was my weekend okay well i did church camp in multiple places uh some in tennessee some in florida oh whoa hell mm -hmm. yeah which on one the what, beach what's better florida church, christian camps or tennessee christian camps they're different vibes. I mean, I think I enjoyed the Florida one more just because, like, I was on the beach. Okay. But, yeah, they're different vibes. They're all vibes that 
I don't necessarily want. Hell yeah. But they're different vibes. Well, Corwin, speaking of vibes and summer camp movie, I am going to present my top five favorite summer camp movies. Are you ready? Of course you're going to do this and you didn't prepare me at all and you're going to ask me what mine are. Oh, no, I I will say mine. And if you just have a top one and maybe one of these (laughs) is one of yours. So coming in at Number five, I didn't want to do like two of these types of movies, but it's an amazing movie and I can't wait for, even though we could do it in the summer, but it's a horror movie. It's going to be in October. Sleepaway Camp. It's a, it's a perfect movie, like a perfect watching experience. That's what I should say. Not a perfect movie. Then coming in at number four, Wet Hot American Summer. It's great. It's a funny, it's humorous. And it still gives you the feeling of being in summer camp. Next up is, because I think this one is the most summer camp, even though it isn't really, I don't think they are at summer camp in this one, but it is the New Blood Friday the 13th Part 8. I'd like to hear Chaos Witch's thoughts on what Friday the 13th gives off the most summer camp vibe. And I think they... They might go to a party. There's a party happening at another person's house, and that's really summery and fun. Isn't that the one with the twins, Corwin? What? Is that the one with the twins? One gets thrown out a window, maybe? No idea. Let us know, chat. Then coming in at number two, starring Christopher Lloyd from Doc, You Gotta Get Me Back to the Future. Camp Nowhere. It's an amazing Disney movie. I highly recommend you guys check this out. And here's a a couple honorable mention. Adam's Family Values, Parent Trap, you figure out which one, Magic Camp, and American Pie Band Camp. That might be because I was just like a horny young teen and that movie came out and I was like, this is a horny movie. So who knows? so this movie didn't make your top five? No, the these, honorable mentions? The honorable mentions were Adam's Family Values, Parent Trap, Magic Camp. No, this movie didn't make honorable mentions not, either. Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. It needs to marinate. But coming in at number one, this is not only one of the best summer camp movies. I think if you are a woman and you're like, I maybe you went to summer camp, you want to relive some of that experience or you didn't. Or if you're just like, I wish I could watch a movie written by women that show kind of like the teen experience coming of age experience. I didn't want to keep saying experience, but life. This is the movie to watch. It is Little Darlings. I believe it came out in 1980, maybe 1981. It is fantastic. It starts out as like this goofy summer camp movie, and it hits you over the head with just amazing shit at the end. It's so deep. It's so heartwarming and impactful. Little Darlings. It's on Paramount Plus, a.k.a. the best streaming service you can find. I love Paramount Plus. Um, I don't have a top five off the top of my head, but I really do enjoy Parent Trap. I like this movie a lot. It's a classic. Adam Family, that one. There was another one that you missed that I was like, oh, yeah, that one. But I can't remember right now. So, yeah, I'll bring it up later. What was that? Not- I said, so I'll bring it up later if I remember. Hell yeah. The camp movie that I like. And Chaos Witch, I did say Friday the 13th Part 8. Really dumb, but cheaper by the dozen too. I think that's the one. That's the one where they're at a camp. That one's fun. Did all dozen go? All dozen went. All dozen went. I think there was a pregnancy. I think there were things happening. I don't know. Damn. Oh, fun movie. Maybe you're thinking of... One of the Mary Kate and Ashley movies where I think no. it might have just been Parent Trap. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, Parent Trap. Yeah, I think it's just a rehash of that story with those two uh, women, the Olsen twins. I don't twins. know if that exists, James. No, there is a summer camp movie with the Olsen twins. I don't know the plot line, but it seems like <laughs> if it is, it would be just Parent Trap. 
I'm also surprised you didn't. Well, actually, I'm not surprised because it was your least favorite one. The, the <laughs> eating out theater camp or whatever. Oh, no, that <laughs> I should have put that on. No, the, I think Honorable that might. Mentions. Now, in retrospect, I don't know what I ranked it back then. Oh, because it just had terrible sound. It's a terrible sound. That's why you ranked it as your lowest. It still has the vibes of summer camp, so I give it two thumbs up. <laughs> um, which I didn't realize, like, so I forget that this is a movie, camp's a movie that, like, not everyone has seen. I didn't know that you hadn't seen it. So, like, watching the eating out theater camp, every time I watch it, it always gives me vibes of this movie, mm-hmm. of camp. I wasn't sure if you had seen this or if... Friday the 13th, the final chapter has the twins. Part 8 is Jason Travels to New York. Wait, I thought part 8 was New Blood. Did I say part 8? You said part 8. Oh, dang. Well, I meant uh, New Blood is the one I'm I'm thinking of. New Blood. Dang. James, why don't you give us a synopsis since you chose this movie? All right. Today we're watching Camp. A boy with a beautiful voice says, I'm going to theater camp. Well, a woman who is like, I got to take my brother to prom. She's going to theater camp. And then a man, yeah, identifies as a man. Who... Uh, who goes took their brother to prom oh uh ellen remembers when oh. she was in the shower she's like you have to go and she's like he's like just find someone who you're not related to literally oh. anyone oh i i didn't even didn't even pay attention to that and then uh, another man goes to the prom in a dress and gets his ticket ripped up should have then put those rippings into their mouth and then spit wadded because that's the name of the game in class spit wads then and then get speed up yes so they're all at camp and they're trying to figure out where they fit in not only in life not only in theater but in each other's worlds and then sondheim is there that's camp this uh, this movie is one of the only reasons that I could smile and nod most of the time when I first started doing stuff in theater because like whenever you're around theater people theater people will bring up all these shows and you're like what what are you talking about and the guy even Vlad at one point in the movie um, is like what are you even listening to and it's like when those names get thrown out at you you're just like what if you don't know anything about theater so camp gives you a little taste just a little a little nibbling of some broadway uh classics to know you know that's nicole when i start talking about horror core she's like yeah james i know none of these people <laughs> is there a nice movie that has little snippets of, from horror core songs unfortunately that no people can get that takes place at a summer camp that people can get acclimated with no i wish All right, james well I need it's to not write the same that. it's not the same james it's not the same but corwin spoiler alert i enjoyed this movie you enjoyed this movie so much that you said spoiler alert on your last stream yeah <laughs> you Which, enjoyed this movie thank you so much for coming into that stream i was playing a power rangers game Thinking that, oh, this one will be fine. It won't be like the all the other ones. No, I wanted to to rip my hair out and stop playing. But I was like, no, I need to finish this. And I did with save states. So many save states. Yeah, uh, I could tell you were struggling. You were you were having a struggle day. I was screaming to literally no one. I need to to clip these so I can remember my experience playing this. But thank you so much for <laughs> hopping in. I mean, part of it was even the screen was frozen. I was like, James, I can't see I like, shit. Luckily, it was frozen for only a little bit, which is good. Oh, no, I was watching for a minute. <laughs> I, was well, like, no, uh, <laughs> I know because I was because I was in that same area. Mm. So it's like, guys, Power Rangers game sucks, but on to camp. <laughs> on to camp. Do you have any notes, James? Yeah. Talk to me about it. So th- we start out with a song being sung like as a like choir type deal. And one of the lines is, how can I see God through my tears? And that is. If was sung by a Pete Wentz or a Blink-182 would be the most 
emo line ever spoken. I said that out loud. And then Nicole said, or maybe it's metal. And I was like, no, Nicole, that's not metal. What would be metal is how can you see God through your tears? Meaning like someone is like beating the shit out of someone. I mean, or it's theater. You know how many beautiful, devastating lines there are in theater shows? Hey, it's in musicals. That is actually Sasha Allen, who I saw do Pippin here in Chicago. Oh, hell yeah. I don't think she's doing much film or anything, but she did that. And I think she was on The Voice as well. Could be. So, yeah, she was very good. I saw this movie and I was like, maybe I should get my jaw wired shut as well. James, don't. Yes, The moral of that story was she shouldn't have had her jaw wired shut. Shagadelic baby but then i don't need to worry about plosives remember we've talked about this if there's no mouth moving you don't have the p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-
like whenever they did their performance, what their costumes and stuff were. It's definitely like, oh my god, it's a specific type of theater, and I am blanking right now. The Living Theater. No. Um, Black Box. Black Box is a space. Improv. Improv. It's not improv. The three theaters Um, I know. But yeah. It takes a lot to understand some of the some of those shows, you know. It, it felt a lot like, oh man, I'm psychokinesis. Is that what it's called in the Brood? No one knows what the Brood is. It's fine, but there's also another one uh, after Vlad and the director have like a tit for tat. He's like, I, what? What's a? What's your deepest? regret or what makes you sad what's the the worst thing that has ever happened to you and then vlad responds why would i do that in front of three strangers so that you can do it in front of three thousand yep and then uh one of them says i need to go to the bathroom and the director says piss in the dumpsters (laughs) it's great Corwin, we're going to get a little possibly controversial. I want you to maybe do some rankings. But let's start out with this. In the theater realm, you are in theater. You know the community, the culture. Is tap dancing cool? I enjoy tap dancing. Okay. I enjoy it, and I don't give a fuck. If you have a very talented tap dancer, it is the – it is – Quite frankly, it is very sexy. Very sexy. I think tap would be cooler without the tap shoes. Like, I like the motions of it, but once it, like, gets, like, rhythmic tapping, it becomes corny to me. I don't think you've seen good tap. Yeah, I've seen Annie. I've seen the Jitterbug, possibly, in Wizard of Oz. That has a tap scene, doesn't it? James, you haven't... Have you seen a live performance of Tap? Yeah, the talent show. <laughs> okay. James, shut the fuck up. No, I just think I think it's one of those things that I will always think is corny. Like it, it's it's not though, and that's why I asked if you've seen it because if you've seen like a full ensemble doing doing a P, it, it really is, it really can be very very beautiful because not all of it it's also not just like you know the rhythmic tap. It's it doesn't go into that okay um, as much as like the cliche tap does. All right, I've just always viewed it like a child rapping. Always gonna be corny. I don't care no. if this child is the next Sean Price. They are not currently Sean Price. So children rap into a void. And just leave it on your hard drive. Do not release it. Parents who wish they were rappers and they're like, wow, my, my, I could have my child James, live my up. dreams. James, the children, uh, let the children rap if they oh, want to rap, James. No. Ugh. You're not the intended audience. You're over here listening to other things, James. What am I listening to, huh, Corwin? Horrorcore. You're listening to horrorcore. That's yeah, what you're listening to. I've been listening to so much Rachel Sweet lately. If you haven't listened to Rachel Sweet, check her out. She is now a, a Hollywood TV writer. But the intended audience for the children rapping, I would assume that if the children were rapping, the children are rapping for other children, James. Gross. They're not rapping for you, Grandpa. Children. the fuck down. If you are listening to rap music, don't listen to other children. Listen to adults or listen to like teens. Teens rapping is fine. Just like an eight year old rapping. Ugh. James, stop trying to crush young dreams. Oh, I'll keep doing it. I'll crush your dreams, James. I've, my dreams are crushed. Crushing them every day. Th- yes. Uh, but let's get I back to some notes. Things that like you put the soda cans in that are empty and you just like crush them so that it's like easy to like crush a bunch of cans. That's me and your dreams. Just I got one of those on my wall. That's it's also ready to go. Every music licensing website that I'm <laughs> submitting my music to. 
This new, the, I li- I put one out today that I'm like, I listen to this stuff on the other stuff. Yeah, that's like high end stuff. If this other one does not accept me, I'll be like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Because what they have on there, especially in like the lo-fi type areas is pretty trash, especially how it's mixed. It just sounds thin it's bad. So fingers crossed I can get on this licensing website and make, I don't know, 50 bucks a month. James, have you tried have you tried putting your music on TikTok? The TikTok? It's on TikTok. It's on your music is on the TikTok? Yeah. You you promote it a lot on the TikTok? I try I try. I need to I need to make some dances for my stuff. I feel like I feel like I feel like you need to get you need to get some viral sound on TikTok. Here's a dance everyone can do. Hello, children that are rapping. Please get James to have a viral sound on the TikTok. This is why you don't crush their dreams, James. Okay. They're going to be the ones getting you viral on the TikTok. No. No, thank you. I want teens to like me, children. I'm going to push your head away from me. I'll I say, mean, please duh. leave. Get out of here. Uh, this close w- the door. This is a great, uh, maybe to like mouse. children outside. To mouse Skellington. This is a cool dance. You put a belt around your neck. And you just start Jane. Oh, no, shut, shut. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. James, shut the fuck up. But you have like a pillow or something so it doesn't get too tight. So it's not a dangerous dance. Safety first. Hell yeah. Let's get to some notes. Um, what are your other notes? This was another quote. It's the mean girl talking about. Why can't I think? It's the, the, the what at least the internet says is Anna Kendrick. The internet says, like, this, she's the star of the movie. It, that's retroactive. Oh, it's because she's the biggest name to come out of the movie. Yeah. Um, she did great in the movie, though. Uh-huh. She's, like, a lackey of the mean girl, obsessed with this mean girl, I guess, for the first part of the movie. And the mean girl is saying to Vlad, just goes, would you like Fritzy to fix you up some bug juice? And it's like... These this is so weird for a child to ask another child if another child can make them a drink. Yeah, yeah, they were trying the mean girl thing and I was like, I would have walked all over that mean girl. Oh yeah. I've been like good luck. I wrote think fast ow. Oh, so like because there's the the sport. <laughs> yeah, there's a sports director at this camp who clearly no one wants to play sports. So a kid just walks past and he's like, "Hey, remember me from the bus? Uh, think fast." Chucks a basketball at his chest and just hits and he goes, "Ow." <laughs> the kid doesn't react. The kid doesn't react like physically at all. Yeah. He just gets hit and then goes Ow. <laughs> uh, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same kid that the sports director talked to on the bus. And it's like, first of all, sir, why are you in the middle of the goddamn bus? Why are you sitting in the front? You need to sit in the front with all the other old people. That's yeah. what you do on the bus. Why are you sitting in the back with some random kid? If you are sitting in the back, you need to be sitting by yourself. Uh, all the kids all singing and vibing. And he's like, hey, you like sports? No, not with you. It's a combination of like, the insecure nerdy kids up front already are sitting up front by the time he gets there. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the back so I can like view everything. The mean kids in the back are going to be like, you're not sitting anywhere near us. And, you know, like talk shit about his jeans or something. So then he has to be like forced into the middle. Okay. But if you're an adult, what mean kid is going to bully you away? I don't dude. It, one time I was on the train and kids just started. It was very, it was at midnight. I had my head down. I was pretending like I was sleeping because I didn't want to be uh, either picked on or punched on. And just like kids were throwing change at me. <laughs> Corwin's mic clipped so much that it just was inaudible. Yeah, they started throwing pennies, which I was like, oh, fuck pennies. But then they started throwing dimes and quarters at me. So I was like, oh, once they leave, I'm I'm scrounging up all these. James, don't let the teenagers scare you. I'm scared. Okay. There's so much. You know, there's so much to make fun of me about. So the adults do that and you're fine, but the children scare you with it? Well, because if you harm me, like physically, you can go to jail. 
if a kid harms me, they'll probably like flip the script and say like I was the the instigator here and then I'm going to jail. I feel like with as much crying as you would be doing, no one's going to be like, this is the instigator. Uh, James is balled up in a corner sobbing. And they're like, they're like, he did it. And he's just sobbing. They're like, what did he do? Cry? I'm in, I'm underneath the like little table that is in some of the trains. Like it's its own little area that it's like, why do mm. they have that table back there? And I'm just crying back there. That's it. It's in an, it's in every, it's in every train, James. Yeah. Well, no, some, that's, some the, that's the door where the conductor goes. Oh no. Oh, because sometimes it's switched and they flip it around. Yeah. Okay. But the, the, the conductor, cause the trains can come apart mm-hmm. and the conductor can be in any of those driving them. That's you know? how, that's how you got to think of well, life. Always in the front, but like, you know, that, that train could be part of that train could be the front you know if the rest was removed yeah which is how you should think of life as you know your life can come apart and you'll be pushed every which way but from each end each segment you should be able to be able to man and push through real weird but okay yeah positive message i guess thank you you did your best it's like that one monster rancher monster that's like a centipede but is gross so i never use them some people understand that reference. That Man, it's such a good game. It sucks that it's a game that you can't really play uh, like an emulated version because unless you have a disk drive, maybe you could do it. Why? Because you get monsters from putting in different disks and it'll scan the disk and be like, hey, here's a monster for you. Oh. So like you need a disk drive in order to play it properly. Oh, yeah, that is a weird mechanic. You can't really emulate that easily. Yeah. You just get all the monsters. Yeah. You have to. Sitting on the roof with a sad song on repeat is such a relatable a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I can he, I I agree with you there. Vlad just like kisses her and it's like hold your horse. Vlad kisses everyone. Vlad it's, walks around and is like I'm gonna kiss you. I'm gonna kiss you. I'm gonna kiss you. I really like attention. I, him having a girlfriend threw me for a loop at the end. I was like holy shit. This dude isn't even girl- single. He had a girlfriend and he was still going around uh, flirting and kissing because he wanted to be liked. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I really liked how the mean girl and Anna Kendrick just forcefully inserted themselves into that restaurant booth. Well, yeah, because the mean girl inserted herself so that she could be with the the dude, Vlad, with Vlad uh, and then wanted to shit on everyone at the table. It just it's booths meant for three people. Possi- like get even three people is a little too much in my book. But they just like they're they don't even ask. They just push in comically of like, oh, we're getting in there. The audacity they had. Weren't there only two people on each side? No, there were three people on each side. Oh, I'm forgetting who the last people were. It were it was the other two people that were pining over Vlad. I only remember the one guy and that... the j- wired shut jaw. Wow. Oh. Okay. So yeah, that should Michael be six. Ellen, why, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else we got? I just like that he was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, you're Cinderella's sister, aren't you? Or something like that. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, I'm going to be a little sassy, but with musical theater. <laughs> Speaking of that, she's listening to this sad song and he's like, oh, screw that. Let let me put something in. There's this great new thing called drums. And I would have laughed so hard if it was either just drum solos or just like a guitar solo. And he's like, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. it it'll it'll get here. It's not Hamilton, guys. <laughs> and then it just never does. Uh, I don't care. En- oh, okay. Uh, I do not care. Two, there's this boy who has just an adorable little brother with like thick glasses my god the best part is them coming out for the drag birthday and him dressed as a little old lady Mm -hmm. i was like ah 
every time. Vlad sets up this, or maybe I was doing notes and I didn't see it. Vlad sets up this party, and was Vlad dressed in drag? No, I don't think Vlad set up the party. I think oh. that was something, because they, I think that was something that they had planned already. Oh, okay, because how it was sequenced in the movie they were talking like oh they were talking in the during this scene where it's like i'm so glad michael said like hey man yours you can take a pill mine i cannot because the him comparing like ocd in that situation which is like a debilitating thing but it is something that you can be manageable however like people's perceptions of you as a gay person is not something you can control. So I'm glad he, it seemed like he wasn't going to, and I was like, is that the message of this movie? It's getting weird I mean, right now. Vlad was down through the whole movie. Vlad was also <laughs> like, call your parents, call your parents, call your parents, Michael. And Michael's like, no. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Like, oh, they won't even no. come for my birthday. I thought it was like, oh, I'm going to set this up. And have it be a good birthday for him. No. Okay. No. Vlad. Vlad was in uh, straight boy fixes everything mode. Okay. Um. Call your parents. They love you. They're gonna come see your show. They did not. They did not go and see the show. Mm-hmm. Michael's parents sucked. Michael's parents kicked him out. So. Stop being. Don't. Don't try to be the straight person, telling your gay friends to call their parents. Don't do it. If they want to call their parents, they'll call their parents. Yeah, guys. Even, like, if you have a friend and their parents are toxic, respect their decision to be like, hey, I don't want to be around them. Yeah. And if they ask you for advice, sure, you can give them advice. But your advice is a little skewed in another direction. Mm -hmm. So. But back to the adorable brother. He, uh, his brother, the older brother was like, Hey, I, uh, they are both black and they go up to the uh, operator, the director of the camp, I think. And he's like, Hey, are you kidding me? Fiddler on the roof. Like I, I've seen Jewish people and they, at least in my experience, they do not look like this. So he's like, please, like, I want my brother to be able to play him like be able to like play someone who he can be and the mm-hmm. the director goes well i don't have enough black actors to have a all black play and then it cuts to ellen play like singing dream girls and i believe she's like the effie character and in the background this this is how you know like this is a very like it is a self-aware and very funny movie you see D in the background just baffled like what yeah. why is a white woman play I can play this part what is going on it was great yeah. and I everyone's just sitting there like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> literally everyone but the implication was call your parents and I'll sleep with you that was the implication and that implication was wrong yeah speaking of uh Things that are just wrong. And I need clarification. Maybe we maybe we can't get clarification. Anna Kendrick comes into the bathroom while the mean girl is doing stuff. And then Anna Kendrick starts, like, scrubbing something in the sink. And mean girl goes, <laughs> is that my underwear? And I, I this is where I need clarification. What Were these dirtied by, like, hey, mean girl just has dirty underwear. We're going to get these clean. That, I I guess, makes sense. But what makes more sense but also makes less sense is that Anna Kendrick dirtied these underwear in some way. I don't know how. Maybe she was wearing them, didn't want her to find out. Maybe they got stained. Don't know from what. Don't know how. I just, I would love clarification from you, Corwin. What are your thoughts on this? I think she was doing her laundry. Okay. And delicates, you know, some of them are supposed to be hand washed, technically. All right. Because, I mean, she did have, you know, relations with Vlad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before so, that. So. I, I like your. But that's still weird. It shouldn't have happened. Oh, it's very weird. 
it's very and and uh, the main girl was right to be like no 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 let's shut this down she also i i mean still i not not a very mean girl turkey lurkey time what is turkey lurkey time jofus and Jofus agrees with me, James. Okay, cool. But this is where they break. And the director or the, the like, hot shit playwright, music writer is is talking to Anna Kendrick and is like, hey, you're better than that. Like, You're, you're scary. You are a dangerous girl. And she takes that to be like, I'm going to pour bleach into the mean girl's shit so her she's just vomiting. And I can swoop in and nail this part so hard. Which the way uh, she did that was so iconic, though. <laughs> and she comes in and she's like, "What? What are you?" The guy's like, "Oh my god, why would you do this?" Like, and she responds to this. She's all dressed as she should be, just like Mean Girl is on stage. She goes, "She's fucked, and I'm ready," and then walks out. <laughs> She was, she was like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna do that now." Uh, wait, are you serious? The turkey lurkey music break. Here's to the ladies who lunch. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I I know that. Yes, I forgot that that is a a portion of this movie. Do you remember yeah. that Corwin? No. The yes. mean, it's the mean girl is doing that, and then Anna Kendrick says some like really hurtful mean shit to another woman while they're like making. They're sewing stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 It is from company. <laughs> Jovis, you can quote it way better than I can. I've seen it a few times, but I remember nothing. I could also see I'm a terrible theater person because I could also see a show live and like one of these big shows. Um, and I'm just like, what? Someone will be like, this song. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what song? I mean, I remember it, sort of. <laughs> but play it again. The only musical I can quote is Rocky Horror. Going grocery shopping. Okay, Zelly, love you. <laughs> Thanks for waving at Zelly, James. Corwin, this is unrelated. They were just talking about Romeo and Juliet. And I think like they, uh, Michael started like using a gun, which I, I believe is in reference to Romeo plus Juliet. The movie, mm-hmm. and I th- does Romeo plus Juliet. Does that give off the same kind of vibes as like late nineties, early two thousand SquareSoft? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I mean, putting it in that perspective, uh, yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, because it's like olden times, but futuristic, and I think I, I bet a hundred percent that the dude who started doing the designs back then, like starting in the bouncer area was probably a fan of that movie because we know, you know, like river Phoenix is the basis of squall and a lot of American culture was used to design characters. So it's possible. And this one came out in like 2003, I think. Wait, what this movie? Oh yeah. So uh, I, I think that was a reference to, because I had guns. What, why would Romeo yeah, have Romeo a gun? Plus Juliet came out before this, yeah. correct. Um, and the Latin boy accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he oh, also yeah. is still doing things, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael. Um, I, I remember what he was in. But he's still, he's still active. It's literally Anna Kendrick and him. Um, and no one else is really that active. Uh, even Sasha Allen, who I, I saw. She's still not. She's not very active, like film wise i think someone else produces or writes now i don't remember corwin i have just two more notes one if someone starts talking to you it's rude if you just like ignore them completely and walk away but if someone says Times square is now a theme park you can assume the the path they're going down and be like i'm gonna leave right now i'm gonna walk away from this see you later especially if they're like screaming he got he they went they cut down all of their rehearsal time because of that Mm -hmm. that little hissy fit that he threw because he was feeling sorry for himself because his work wasn't going anywhere which i thought that was going to start being an endearing conversation he's like uh you kids 
what planet did you come from? Like, hey, you guys are amazing. Like, you aren't human beings. This is nice. And then just Times Square is a fucking Eminem store now. There's no porno shops there, so it's bad. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's a I feel like that that definitely is a little intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I didn't have that reaction this time, but I just have that same reaction the first time I watched it. But the turn is just great. Uh-huh. Jofus loves the turn of that mall. It, it is because like you even like look at the actors and stuff and they're like listening. They're like, OK, OK, yeah, we're what planet are we from? OK, yeah. OK, I'm following. And then, and then he turns and they're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Drunk ass piece of shit. Yeah. Screw that. The, dude. The, the like camp vibe of it that I like, too. And a lot of camp movies do that. I can't believe you didn't mention Camp Rock as one of your top camp movies, James. I, I've only seen both of them I once. I can't believe... I, so, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen them in a while, so I'm iffy on if I do. And I always forget that Cadet Kelly isn't a summer camp. It's just like Cadet military school. summer camp. <laughs> um... <laughs> is one of the yeah. the Zeta Sapetus movies are one of those a summer like a space summer camp? It should be if it's not. The Xenon Zeta Sapetus. I know what you're saying, but I don't I'm I don't think so. Maybe. Or ha- Halloween Town should have had a summer camp movie. But it's like an autumn yeah, camp. James mentioned Friday the thirteenth as one of his favorite camp movies. Yeah. Specifically the yeah. New Blood. New Blood. With the twins, I guess. No, th- there's t- the twins are in the final chapter. Oh, okay. I don't obviously know any of the Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm aware of it. I've seen them, I think, pretty sure. But asking me to name specific things, no idea. Corwin, I, let's, we'll go out on this. This isn't movie related, but it is movies related. Okay, are you aware of the production company The Asylum? No, they intentionally make like uh, what's it called? It's like fake busters uh, shot. No, not shock busters. It's pretty much taking famous movies and making a low budget version of them. And like, oh, Transformers becomes Transmorphers. I okay. think we should do that. But with queer f- and but like make blockbusters queer films. So like the devil made okay. the devil made me do it. Well, that's like a gay man. The devil is that, is, is that a blockbuster, James? The Conjuring, yeah. No, you said the devil made me do it. Yeah, the Conjuring three. The devil made Conjur- me do it. Is that a blockbuster? Yes, that's it was a sequel. Sequel. Uh, no, the Conjuring. All the Conjurings make money. That's why they keep making them. Hold on, I'm pretty sure it was number one in the box office. But did James? It's a pandemic. Of course, it would be number one in the box office. The Conjuring. The devil um, made me do we, it. We we do need to talk about the ending swimsuit scene, James, because that's when Vlad finally came clean of like, oh, I I like girls and I don't know why I'm doing this. I just like people to like me and I know you want this. Yeah. Uh, One quick thing during the pandemic, it was made for 40 million. It made 174 million. It's a blockbuster baby summertime. But yes, you were like going to say blockbusters and you said conjuring three. I'd be like, what? Oh, my God. I I don't even think I've seen the commercial for it, to be quite honest. Yeah, because you you. okay. what TV are you watching? What ad generated programming are you viewing? I watch things on Hulu. Wait, you have ad Hulu? I did. Okay. wait, why don't you now? Because I upgraded it because I was. Yeah, that's why you're not seeing ads for this. I upgraded it like like two weeks ago. Okay, well, it came out like a week ago, maybe two. So, yeah. So, before two weeks ago, I wasn't seeing shit. If you haven't, it made 174 million and you haven't. At least been seeing ads on the the Twitch and things. And you haven't. Well, the, the only thing they're advertising is Amazon products, dude. Productions, I should say. Okay. If you haven't seen any ads for it, but it made 174 million, it's a blockbuster. All right. Okay. All right. Okay.
I don't think it'll live on in history as a blockbuster. In 40 years, they're not going to be like that Conjuring 3, though. No, no. The Conjuring helped define this era of horror. So The Conjuring will okay, always be in. Horror. We need to finish talking about camp. Okay, yes. Let's go. Let's go. Swimsuit scene. That was cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> what you got to plug? <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking James. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Steven Sondheim showing up for the, the show. It was great. All the kids were in love. It was um, like he's a beetle. Hilarious that the dude finally got turned around when they started playing his his music. Um, straight boy Vlad fixing everything, just wanting to fix everything. He that scene I always like. I'm just like, oh my god, because they're like secretly rehearsing his music and they're gonna have they're gonna do his music at the benefit or whatever, and. He walks in and catches them rehearsing it and just has like this dumb moment of being like, oh, I'm blah, 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 and working through his own shit before he finally like comes in and plays the piano and then like gets into it. And it's like, OK, we can do this. And then goes and reneges on his uh, hissy fit saying that the kids don't need this um, and they rehearse more again um, and do all of that. There wasn't really a resolution for the girl that Anna Kendrick fat shamed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was dumb. But there was the girl that had her her teeth wired shut. She was Hello. getting them wired shut because her parents were trying to send her to fat camp. And instead of doing that, they sent her to the theater camp um, and wired her jaw shut. Um, and her dad is really shitty and is like, mm, how do you still look like that? Um you know, because you can still you can still drink pop and like consume sugars, guys. Some people don't have an easy time losing weight, even yeah. if you do cut back that stuff and exercise. People's bodies are all different. And especially if you're considering generational trauma as part of your body, like it, it it's very different. People that grew up like, you know, in different situations are not going to have the same weight experience that you do. But anyway, her, her braces hilarious that they go and find a fucking wire cutter in a dirty ass barrel and cut her braces off so that she can sing because Anna Kendrick and the mean girl got in a fight because the mean girl's face got fucked up. And Anna Kendrick was like, I didn't do it. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Anna Kendrick really flipped. She really that turn in her character is probably one of my favorites just because she goes from being like the person that's doing her laundry and fixing drinks for other people and all of that sleeping on a cot in the corner to I'm going to come out and be the I'm going to come out and belt this fucking song Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, terrorize the mean girl. Those are some moments that we were trying to talk about, James. Did you have any other notes? No, I'm I'm good. I like that you had nothing, n- nothing after like the end of the movie. Oh, I I, um, I had like a quote that he was like sexual sex sexually damaged because he had a girlfriend and is like just trying to make out with everyone, yeah. including him kissing D and Ellen getting mad at him, like. Come on, Vlad, calm the fuck down. And he only went to go see D because Michael slept with D. And that's why he kissed D too. Calm the fuck down, Vlad. D too, mighty Anna ducks. Kend- Anna Kendrick deserved an Oscar for that performance. Really, though. Really, like, she killed it. She, mm-hmm. ki- she, she killed somebody and she killed it. She literally walked up to the director and was like, Hey, you told me what to do, but uh, calm the fuck down. It's already this this train has left the fucking station and I'm going out there. He does go skinny dipping. He goes skinny dipping and and then comes out of the water in front of Michael after he's been like fucking leading him on the whole movie. That annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. Two thumbs down for him, but two thumbs up for this movie. Stop leading people on, Vlad. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I enjoy the movie. Two thumbs up from you. Joe Fist's favorite movie. Hell yeah. Plugs. I am streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash core winning. Hello. Welcome in. Um, and then follow me on Twitter and Instagram at core winning. And then follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at this movie's gay. 
Hey guys, if you those are my plugs. If you only watch this, guess what? There's like sixty some episodes of this movie's gay that we recorded together in a room pre-pandemic. They're all great. It's so many movies that you could be watching. So please check out this movie's gay wherever podcasts are found, or head over to mlmpod.com to find out to find links to listen to that. Also, we got mostly speaking Sentai. That's a a great time. Corwin was recently on it. Check out that episode. Also. Head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. That's P-O-D. And you'll get exclusive content such as Engage with Nicolas Cage, with which Corwin will be on in, I think, five or six months to do The Rock, hopefully. Uh, we're, watching, rock. we're watching all the Nicolas Cage movies in order, Nicole and I. Then we also have Talking About Beyblade. That's just me, and now I've started having guests on. It's great. We're talking about the first season of Beyblade. Corwin will never be on it unless I splice in like things he has said on previous stuff and make him say new stuff. That could be fun. We also have the Toku Reading Corner. and never know. Starting next month. Lil Corey and I, we are going to do a podcast called This Existed, where I show Corey, Corey movies that I have to convince people they existed because people are like, James, that was a fever dream you had. Uh, there's the no way Olsen, that could be real. The Olsen Twins camp movie that you thought was uh, the parent trap. I did, I did not. I said it um, has to be the parent trap. it's the parent trap. Hold it's on. Not- let me... Uh, we don't have time for this, Corwin. Um, um, who is the most annoying character in the movie? I say Vlad and Ellen. They annoy me the most. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Vlad. Anna Kendrick. The part that Anna Kendrick uh, fat shames her friend. It might also be annoys me. Well, it takes two. Was kind of parent trappy, right? Yeah, it's like oh, it's more of the prince and the pauper. That's not the parent trap, James. Wait, no, it's also uh, it, the storyline is similar to the Prince and the Pauper, the Parent Trap, and and the Parent Trap, the nineteen sixty. Yeah, so yes, they they're in a, I believe, in a summer camp. It's it's all that shit. So the point is, you were saying that they were they did a Parent Trap movie, and I'm like, what? No, I'm I mean like a Parent Trap esque movie. Okay, still what? <laughs> Anyway, we have some shout outs to give, I believe. Yes, to our patrons, our $10 patrons. To our $10 patrons. Starting with Steve F. Next up, we have Steve F. Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command Power Hour. Alex Z, a.k.a. The Waz. The Waz. Orion, the rapper Defo. The rapper Defo. Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes. Two Grapes. Tyler Wright, he's my friend. He's your friend. Elliot W. at Garlic Sunshine. At Garlic Sunshine on Instagram. And Jordan B. the Chaos Witch. The Chaos Witch. Couple Patreons in the chat today. Cheers! Yeah. And hey, if you're in the... Oh, we'll leave on this thing. I wanted to do it right in the beginning. If you listen to this show and you enjoy it, tell two friends. Let's triple the listenership. (laughs) Just tell two friends. Try to get them. Tell them, uh, come listen in to Corwin being very frustrated with James a majority of the time. None of the time. It's all a show, guys. So much frustration. Zero. Um, <laughs> and I've been Corwin. And I've been James. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.